Look, um, How are you enjoying the school holidays, mate. Oh, you know what? Oh, it's it's the best thing about being self-employed. Or you unemployed. can take time off with your kids. Yeah, I'm just like you know yeah. what? I'm, I'm taking the morning off. I've had three. My, my wife works three days a week, right? Yeah. And normally we go. So what days can you do? I just went. You know, you just do your thing. Oh, I'll do the three days. No dramas. Yeah, cool. Well, That's great. And I, mate, I went skydiving yesterday. I saw that. Yeah. How'd you go? It's. Is it? We did it. I, I don't think I could do it. I think it'd hold my weight. Oh no! I, I've already said this. On the <laughs> so apologies to EFTM podcast listeners who are joining us here. Oh, geez. I had to pay thirty bucks extra. <laughs> I had to pay fifty bucks extra then. No, 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 no. So the, you fill out a form. You know, if you've broken <laughs> any, any backs or injuries or whatever, yeah. Um, so they know about it, and you weigh more than one hundred and five, and you lower than two hundred centimeters in height. And I said no, you're stark bollocky, and I'm not one hundred and five. Hey, aren't you that heavy? No, nah. but with clothes on. I'm just over 105. Oh, okay. So I've weighed. The scale's there. Yeah. And she's gone, I'm sorry, um, it's an extra $30. <laughs> so why is it? What, they've got to extra They've got to, they got to turn the juice. power up. They've got to turn the power up to get <laughs> the fans going. So the, the kids are in there. It's like, really? a, it's going. <laughs> and I get in there and they go. <laughs> <laughs> just they need to like, roll out a jet engine yeah, for me. Yeah, it's like they turn on the extra engine. Wow. It's, it's, it's epic. I'd have to pay 50. But I'm, it's, it's I weigh ama- more than 105. It, no, it's just, that's the, it's just that anything it? oh, over right. 105. Okay. And you're in. So, wow. mate, you stand there and you put your arms in there and you just lean in. And, oh. and you just you just kind of fall into it. And, it just, yeah, and then there's someone there holding you. And, they, and every now and then they let you go. And it's, mate, it's epic. And how high did you get? Did oh, you, you, say- know, like you pay, for, for the basic part, you're just floating around in that kind of metre and metre and a half. Yeah. Pay more, they take you right up like 10, 20 metres. So, epic. there's all these increments of extra mate, payments you can make. We're standing, we walk in, this is out of Penrith. Uh, you get out of the lifts and we're like, okay, good, there we are. There's, and there's tubes right in the middle. You yeah. see all these people going around. You're over there. Oh, so know, everyone can watch you doing it. Yeah, you're all there yeah. signing in. You look over and you... And, mate, I saw this bloke, you know, just... And then, <laughs> he was just sucked up. And I went, something's wrong. It's like Willy Wonka. No, no, he paid extra <laughs> oh. to go up higher. Okay. And they, t- they they turn it up a bit. The instructor oh, takes you I'd be you saying, we turn it up to 11. Mate. Is that what you did? It's good, but... Oh, a, I have no desire to jump out of a plane as a result, which is good. Okay. And B... I've done it now. I don't need to do it again. You've technically skydived. Is that what oh, no, I've or? done that. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't okay. I don't need to go back to the iFly. Right. Like, and the Jackson kids would have would had a ball. Go. They would have loved it. Victoria hated it every minute oh, of it. Oh, really? Why? An hour later, she's like, that was amazing. <laughs> I'm like, you don't remember coming out and crying on my shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> Harry was gold. He's, he's just his little cheek. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, it was just so good. Oh, yeah. That would have been flying around like a feather in there. You know, it's expensive too. It was like 100 bucks each. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, mean, yeah, I paid 400 How long are you in there for? Um, so it's meant to be a minute and a half per person per ride or something. minute we, and a half? We and they were, we were going to have two spare rides because we'd paid for 10. There was only nine of us. Um, oh. And we... So oh, we so you went with a group of people. Yeah, with, a, with another family. Yeah. And we... So we ended up getting 55 seconds each twice. Wow. It's not long, is it? No, for that much money. Not. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then you pay ten bucks a photo and ten bucks a video. Oh. So but you can't be shooting selfies. I in say, there. But I should say, so I, yeah, on the screen you download the photos like a Disneyland stuff, and you go, I want that one, that one, that one, that one. Yeah. And you, this video, that video. I got home, and the video of Vivi was the first one, and she was petrified in it. Oh no! Second one, they took a hire, and it was just a better yeah. flight. I emailed them and said, "Listen, oh, I feel really bad. I got the I got the wrong video." Yeah. They go, "Here's the link to the second one if you want to want it." And I looked at it; it was only twenty seconds. I got it's only twenty seconds. They they we transferred me. The full second flight and didn't charge me. Oh, that's nice. I thought, bloody good on that's you. That's good customer because, service. Yeah, it was excellent customer yeah, well, service. Yeah, you paid enough money. You think they'd just yeah. look after you there. So anyway. Yeah, well, yeah school holidays, great. Fantastic. And I'm on holidays tomorrow. I'm going to Bathurst. Happy days. Even happier. 
Well, my right. school holidays, it's not my kids that are at home, it's my wife that's at home. Yeah, you, your school holidays are the anti my, my <laughs> 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 Not Stephen, really. Stephen spends... I won't say that publicly. Stephen spends 40 <laughs> weeks of the year yeah. home alone. And then Joe's home. Yeah, that's and right. Because my, my kids all work now. They're all out of school. And um, yeah, my school holidays are your opposite, where the wife's <laughs> home all the time. Yeah. It has its advantages. I'm surprised you haven't come to the office to work for a few days. No, it's all good. No, we're all good. We're all good. We, anyway. like, we like each other's company, mate. Do you? We do. Okay. Yeah. We've at done what, a few things. We've actually at, gone to lunch a few times. At what point nice. in a marriage does that happen? Well, it's, we're coming up to 27 years married. Okay. So, so, yeah, it's oh, something we've been working I'll on. I'll wait another five or six years see if it comes No, that's pretty good. We'll be going out for lunch. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Good on yeah. you. Oh, just like you said, being self-employed gives you the option of saying, yeah. right, I'm going to get all my work out the way in the morning. Yeah. So we can go out I've for written l- more for in the morning at night than ever before. Me too. Well, I, I do that anyway. I yeah. try to I try to write a couple of stories at night so I can publish a couple straight away in the morning. Yeah. And then if I've got, like, especially if we've got events and meetings and we're, we're recording today, the middle of the day, then I can just do my stuff or my yeah. meetings and then home again, writing in the afternoon at night and then starts all over again. I just don't go to meetings. Yeah. You're a bit of a snob like that, aren't you? I, I don't, I, the reason I went to the meeting this morning was close. Yeah. Normally, all the meetings are close to me. You're not because you live yeah. in live in another country. <laughs> you, you, it's hard for you. Hi to everyone in uh, Western and Northern <laughs> Sydney. Yeah. So yeah, but well, I'm lucky that I'm ten minutes from the city, ten minutes from Alexandria where this meeting was. It was yeah, it's all good. No big deal. Yeah. Anyway, if you just downloaded Two Bikes Talking Tech for the first time, uh, this is episode four hundred and eight. Thanks to the good people at Uniden and Netgear. And um, we will actually talk technology. We will, Just yes, about, promise. A, about we promise. About 150 episodes ago, I started hitting record early. Yeah. And it's that This was of, it. This, this was the pre-show. This, yeah. The pre-show, we call this, yeah, don't this, we? And by the way, this is about as much prep as we do on the show anyway. It's just yes. us talking rubbish. Yeah. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. 3G's dead. 3G's gone. 3G's finished. 3G. Culture's closing down 3G. Rest in peace. But for those of you hitting the panic button right now, relax. It's not for another four and a half years. Yeah. I had all the narcs on my, on my commenting on my story saying, oh, that's right, typical Telstra leaving the country behind. I said, mate, it's four and a half years away. Mm. I think by then they're going to fill in what was left of 3G with 4G. Well, that's my only question. Okay, I'll, I'll join yeah. the narcs here for a minute. I mean, 3G is prolific. Uh, it was launched in 20, 2006, 2006 next as the G. next G network. Sol Trujillo, I remember um, the day it was launched. And, and you've got to remember, CDMA uh, shut down to allow for 3G in a bit. So 2G, 2G shut down yeah. in a way for 4G. So it's the older one, there's three networks at any one time. The older one always has to make way for the newer one, right? Yeah. 3G, 4G, and 5G can coexist, but at some point you want the 5G to be so prolific and so deep and so good that the 3G has to go. Yep. Um, there's only so much room. But there are a lot of places. There'd be a lot of highways, uh, arterial roads, and some small yeah. towns that are only 3G still uh, in, in remote and regional areas. So Telstra's made a commitment that by 2024... Um, they will have expanded the coverage. The wording, I think you might have it in front of you, I don't, but <clears throat> the wording they used was was not ex- not that it would be exactly the same as 3G, but they will have you know, essentially created a big enough network to replicate the let me, existing let me, let me 4G, just quote something 3G here. signal. As we grow our mobile network around Australia and upgrade it with the latest technology, we occasionally come to a point where it's necessary to say goodbye to older technology mm. and use the spectrum it was carried on to boost the performance of newer and more efficient technology. So the, 
in in English that means that the the spectrum that the the airwaves the megahertz that are, that the three G worked at is going to be given over to expand the four G network. Not the five G network though, is it? Oh, partially. There will be some that because four G is the on ramp to five G. So the more four G we have. And that way, they can allow them to create more five. In the future, the five G will be independent, so then they need yeah. a lot of their spectrum. They've essentially got to reallocate the the limited spectrum that they have. And it is today as part of our program to continue to upgrade our network to the latest technology and expand our four G and five G coverage. We're announcing the eventual switch off of our three G technology. This will not happen until June twenty twenty four. Four and a half years away. Have you got the line about um, the the expansion of the existing? Here it is. We will be upgrading and expanding our 4G coverage to materially equivalent size and reach, reach of our 3G materially footprint. Materially equivalent is not yeah. exact because. But doesn't 4G have more range than 3G? Well, but that's is the it? thing, right? They've got yeah. to be careful not to say it'll be the same because some bloke will stand here yeah. and there'll be two bars of 3G and there'll only be one bar of 4G in the future and they'll be like, oh. well, it's not the same. So they've got to be careful what they say, don't they, All these they, right? Telstra narcs have the same voice. They do. That's, uh, by the way, if you send me a narky tweet, that's how I assume you sound. Um, <laughs> There's you, been oh, a few narky tweets. Tesla smart, someone's so safe, it's so amazing. Yes. Oh, mate. I've had a few people on Twitter talking all that to me this week, and it's yep. not about technology either. Yeah, yours has been about the football. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't believe we didn't talk about that at the start of the show. Um, we, can, we can have a chat about six that again, later. Six again, six again. Yeah, we can talk about that later. Um, we don't want to alienate our Roosters supporter listeners, if there are any. They know what occurred. Yeah, of course. Anyway. Should we do, should we talk about it now? No, real no, quick no. let's just quickly Okay, Telstra, so okay. But you know, another thing we need to take in mind, keep in mind here is yeah. that we've got to remind people that the 3G network today is currently the backbone of the FPOS network. So oh. FPOS, so electronic point of sale. Yeah, uh, a lot of net, a lot of things are powered, like a lot of security alarms, personal safety alarms, yeah. are all three G products. Yeah. So we've got four and a half years to worry about this. So I'm sure that'll be switched over. And also, uh, from my perspective, I've got a three G Telstra SIM in my car, in my tel- my Tesla. Yeah. So Model S is Model X's current have a three G SIM. The new Model Three has the four G, the LTE SIM in it. And I was talking to Tesla the other day because I actually had my screen repaired. You know, that yellow stain yeah. around it. They, they took it. Oh, it looks brand new again. And they, and I asked them, I said, can we upgrade the module for the 4G? They said, look, eventually we'll allow that. So you'll have to pay a few bucks to get the module switched out. So, oh, okay. you know, in 2024, I probably won't be driving this car, but I wouldn't mind having 4G coverage in it as soon as possible. It would just be, make things a lot easier and smoother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's another thing to can take into consideration, not just people in country really in the is. country. You're right. It's, yeah. it's, it's There's all these less, other things. It's probably less about those far-reaching areas and oh. more about the preparation well, required for businesses, let alone anyone else, that is using a device that just... So kids' smartwatches. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are... Remember, like I think it was Space Talk or, or one of the... Uh, and I know the Alcatel um, movie, Move Time um, yeah. smartwatch. You know, they've just up, they've just created they've, a 4G, 4G version. Yeah, right. you know? yeah, yeah. So we're only getting to that point now. But, but so. do you remember recently, I don't know it was this year or late last year, remember when the three... 3G network went down, oh, yeah. and no FPOS machine worked. Everyone was thinking, how do I pay for stuff now? You know what that was? Uh, that was Telstra. They flicked it off. They went, let's just make a note of everything. What happens. <laughs> make a note of everything that goes wrong, <laughs> yeah. and, and we'll put it into our critical planning for yeah, 2024. There you go. Yeah, yeah, good call. Yeah. <laughs> um, the customers were really happy about that. But uh, no, but, but that, that's just another thing to keep in mind, that yeah. all those other services that you take for granted are all powered through that 3G network. So yeah. four and a half years, they've got a lot of homework to do, haven't they? Yeah, it's a long way off, but it is, and this is a thing, it's it's more of a business conversation. If there's anyone listening to us that uses a 3G-only phone, I'd be amazed. Yeah. Like, that's... There that, would be some. I reckon that, there'd be a few. That phone is, is yeah. 
five plus years old. Yeah, but don't forget. Remember when? Two, when did two G shut down? Was that two years ago? Uh, twenty sixteen. So three years ago. So there was a lot of people who had two G phones at that time and think, oh, I need a three G phone now. Yeah. So those people, you know, in twenty sixteen, they would have swapped over. So I'd love probably some of those would still have a three G device, maybe a three G slash four G device. I'm not sure, but. Yeah. There would be some people affected. But look, in four years, I doubt whether some person's going to have the same phone today as they're going to have in four years, four and a half years' time. Put it in the diary now, doubt though. Yeah. Pitch for a story for the Today Show, Studio 10. We'll be out there telling you to yes. get a new phone. Yes. You know, like 3G's we did with 2G. dying. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. Thanks to the good people at Uniden and Netgear. Well, very interesting story coming out of Bose. And Bose is a company that, as we all know, uh, make amazing audio products, have done for quite a while. Amazing seats for uh, trucks. Sh- shout out to Bose, too. They're using my quote in their ads. Have you seen that? My my quote for the, the uh, noise-canceling headphones 700s. Yeah. I opened the Qantas magazine. It's in the Qantas magazine. Yeah, My quote. And uh, so that's pretty nice. But anyway, what we're talking about, though, is a product that Bose has had for a couple of years. Yep. I think it was released in 2018. 2018. So nearly two Near the years. End, yep. And um, this is the Sleep Buds. And these are... They look like in-ear headphones, and what they are, they're basically like a noise-canceling sort of white noise generator to help you get to sleep they, they look and stay like, asleep. They look like fully wire-free headphones, yes. but they cannot be used outside no, you of can't, the bed. You, you can't pair them to anything no, to listen to music. you can't play music. Yeah. You can't bloody... You can't go for a walk with them. You can only listen to the, the Bose sleep sounds. Yeah, so the the, the sleep buds uh, have been around for a little bit, as we said, but they've taken this dramatic step of actually discontinuing the product because of the battery performance wasn't up to their standards. There have been customers, and and according to them, the majority of their customers are happy, but there have been some customers who said that the battery can run out really fast or just suddenly die, and And the returned units they took back and they tried to do firmware updates and looked looked at all these returned units and they could not come up with a solution. So they said, well, we've got no choice but to discontinue this product. It's just not up to our standard, which is, is an amazing admission by a yeah. company, isn't it? One of, well, it's amazing admission, but it's more startling because it's Bose. Now, yeah. Bose is one of the biggest tech companies in the world. They are one of the most reputable brands in the world, I would argue. Yeah. Um, and these are a $379 product when you yeah, bought they're them. they're not cheap. That's right. Yeah. For them to say, you know what? There's plenty of happy people, and they work. Yeah. There's there's enough people that are unhappy, or, or not just unhappy, but just aren't getting what they want from the product. Well, they're not getting their money, the value but, out of it. Yeah, we right. don't want, we can't stand by them anymore. And not only that, they're saying we're not going to sell them anymore. But if you own a set, you can get a refund by the end of this year. Yeah. So you've got three. You've got so two you got, or three months. You, got, you go. You know what? Yeah, I, the, I, I I want my money back. The two options are you're right. So refund until, until December thirty one. You go through, I'll put a link to the bose.com.au. I think they've got like a, a Specific contact page. page. Yep. Uh, or they said you can continue using them or get another pair from a limited supply of buds that are less susceptible less to the susceptible issue. Less susceptible being the critical time. Yeah. So they're not saying, look, that it won't happen, but they're less susceptible to happening. But that is also still then covered by the two-year warranty and you can get a refund or, or, or as well if you want down the track. Yeah. So they've, they've been quite open and it's transparent about this. It's it, really uh, The only thing I'd say is I do think that 
Bose internally would be saying, you know what, we're, we're brushing this Indiegogo process. Because what happened here was yeah. these were a product that they put to this Kickstarter-style Indiegogo campaign. Yep. They said, here's what it does, here's how it works. And they you know, sold out one of those really popular things. And the initial, like the backers to that got a, got a set. And in fact, that set was you know, not perfect. And they, they all then got a new set when they went to production. And now that it's been through production and they've had more, more I guess, issues come through, I don't know. I just look at it and go, I don't reckon they should do that again. I, I reckon oh, yeah. they should just stick with their normal so, product development, product testing, product launch process. So you're saying with Indiegogo, was this a product that was pitched to them? Or did they, they just put it out there no, to see, they if, anyone, put it out there to as see a, if anyone was interested correct. in it? Correct. Right. So yeah. they just didn't take the, take the initiative and say, right, here's a product we know you'll like and release it. So they floated it yeah. first. Which I hate. To be honest, yeah, right. Because I think, well, it's funny because you look at um, there was a recently one like uh, Anki uh, did it with something, and you know what? They've gone bust now, like uh-huh. the the robot yeah. thing. Because yeah. and it's like if you if you don't see are a they bust out, are they really Anki? Yeah. The, the yeah, wow. There's the vector, you know, the vector and the Osmo. Yeah, a lot of people uh, were looking at and a shout out to because the article I'm going to refer to was written by someone so Seamus Byrne who uh-huh. is a freelancer but does some amazing article he wrote a, wrote a piece about how this would sit with the ACCC because yeah. uh, Vector was the kind of thing that was would machine learn over time and it would grow and it would be a better product but mm. if you bought one and then they shut down like yeah. you know what are you yeah, getting for the posted. product you, yeah. you know so it was an interesting thing and it wasn't really ever solved but and I don't think most Vector owners really give a rat so I think they're just yeah. happy with the little thing doing it as long as it still works stuff, yeah, you know? yes, yeah, yeah but you don't, I don't any know. updates, though. If you're an established company who has products in retail stores, I just think Kickstarter-style approaches to products is is a lame way of finding out whether or not something's going to work or not. Yeah, exactly. I think they just the, the, that little sending up the little test balloon to see how yeah. how, how people are going to respond to it. Trust but, but a lot of a lot of companies have succeeded though doing that. Yeah. But others have gone by the wayside. I think I've seen a couple of examples where the initial proposal. I think I saw a smartwatch years ago on. Um, on Kickstarter, and this is what it's designed to look like, and everyone yeah. backed it. But then the final product looked nothing like the initial. Like the the smartwatch that they proposed had a nice big screen, was really thin, and then the actual shipping shipped product was this chunky, ugly looking thing that everyone was screaming the house down, wanting their one yeah. refunds. But yeah, so there's a bit of risk involved as well there. You know, I put I put this Bose story in the Samsung category. You know, well played. Yeah, you know? totally, yeah. Uh, Bose, I think. I think 90% of people who return this product and get the full refund will buy a set of Bose headphones. Not for sleep. Oh, completely. They'll go, you know what? How good's Bose? Oh, no, the brand hasn't taken a hit no. here. The brand actually, by being open and transparent, like, like you're referring to Samsung, like they did with the Note 7, I think that's endeared themselves to the customer. That's like right. they, they, they know the customer knows they're not trying to hide anything from me. No. They're being open and honest with me, which because is what they a quality they look for. To be clear, what they could have done was just stop selling them. Yeah. They could have just and stopped selling going, them. But we would have said, how come? I don't think we would have noticed. They yeah, wouldn't have put out an announcement about stopping selling a product. Maybe. I, well, we just I, would I have posted, assumed, we would have assumed they didn't sell well and that and was the end of it. And they just discontinued, yeah, right. And they didn't need to be well, this public about it. I posted my story uh, and I shared it on my personal Facebook page as well as on my Tech Guide Facebook page. And one of my one of my friends on Facebook um, actually said to me, he goes, you know, I've got these and you're right. You know, they only last me a couple of hours, These the battery. Where, where, what do I do? And I said, oh, I'll put the link in the story, you know, get on the, get in. And no, it was because of him actually that I put the link in. The, I just said yep. that you can do it. And he said, oh, where do I get the refund then? And I put the link in the story. He, shout out to Matt Cowley. He, uh, he was the one who, 
who alerted me to it. But then I so I included the link. So he's a he's someone that I know that's been affected. He yeah, goes, yeah, yeah, I thought that I he he said I think. I only thought two hours was the, the limit for him, yeah, so he assumed that. that it was that was it. Because now, now that he and he knows, well, yeah, there you go. Uh, the details of the Bose Sleep Buds recall. If you want to send yours back or get the cash, at the ftm.com and techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. We do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, and you know what, Stephen? I think people should know more about Mural. Mural, uh, Mural is the electronic artwork, uh, the electronic canvas that uh, is just an, an unbelievable piece of art for your home. That both, the both of the blokes have got in their offices that's too, right. by the way. Enjoy over $3 billion worth of art on your wall because there's 30,000 works of art that can be displayed as part of your purchase. So basically you, you get this subscription to an amazing depth of artwork. You can bring up the Louvre Museum, a particular artist. There's modern works in there. There's historic works. You can put your own photos on it. You can bring up uh, beautiful uh, moving lithographs. It's quite stunning what it can do. And most importantly, it just looks magnificent. It comes in several different frames so that you can choose one to suit your home. Um, it is. It, it needs to be seen to be believed. You need to understand it um, because there's something about the screen. It's not like having a television on the wall showing pictures. It really does have a beautiful screen that shows them in such a way that it's just stunning. You can find them at uh, Harvey Norman and you can also find them at netgear.com.au. It's the mural. Check out mural at netgear.com.au. Well, I, th- I saw the study from Telsite, uh, FOAD and the team at Telsite who do amazing depth in-depth research onto a whole range of things into tablets. I found it quite interesting and I probably struggled to really get the, the full, I guess, gist of, of everything they had to say because I, I found so many nuggets of information in it. You know, they talk about two-in-ones becoming popular. We'll talk about that in a second. But what I found was interesting was the market share of tablets. Yep. Apple, 53.4%. Massive. Win- yep. Windows, 27%. Yeah. And Android, Android, 17 But most importantly, out of that, Android tablets have suffered a 28% decline year on year. Yeah. Whereas well, Apple's up through the roof because well, of things iPad, like the Mini. They're the Mini, the iPad Pro, so they've always got a selection. But also, uh, what surprised me was the tw- the the, win- the Windows uh, tablets. The, the, that's what's really powering it, eh? That's the Surface Surface and, and, and a bunch of yeah. um, two-in-ones from laptop companies. But, you know, for Samsung, if this is true, to be struggling in a sense, yeah. um, they've launched some beautiful tablets and they've got some low-cost tablets. Yep. You go to an Office Works or a Harvey's. There's so many tablets there of different brands, low cost, and for them to only get a 17.6% share is, I think, uh, a little bit alarming to me. But, uh, but Samsung have also had Windows tablets in the yes, past, that's right. which really haven't. The Galaxy they've, Book they've, was good. They're, they're great, but they're, I think it's like like it's like trying to compete with the iPad. Yeah. In their case, it's like competing with the Surface. Yeah. So that, that that that's the issue there for them, but. I think they've got. They've. Uh, I don't know if they've still got. Do they still sell that the Windows tablet? No, they they started making it just you know. Going yeah, high so now they've the got Android. Android ones again. Yeah, but are they going to have their Galaxy Book S that's coming out? That's Windows. a Windows. Yeah, Correct. right. So that's a Windows. So that's he- a laptop though. Yeah, yeah, they're heavily pairing into Windows again. Yeah. Now, what I've always said. Remember a couple of years ago, everyone talked about the death of the iPad. It was it was doomed. <laughs> yeah. And I've always said it's not about the the death of the iPad. It's about the longevity of the device. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the replacement cycle is around 3.2 years for all tablets, according to Telsite. Now, that says to me that what you've got is a, a continual replacement, but, you know, you're talking, some people hold on to these things for four years. Yeah. You know, you've got a, an iPad that's four years old. It's still a great device. Absolutely, Not until it's either yeah. smashed or broken yeah. 
or you start to notice apps that don't support it because the operating system upgrades. And that is a four to five year thing. But uh, I think Apple, and this is the case too with uh, their iPhones as well, is that people are holding on to them longer because... There, it's so easy to update to the latest software. That's right. So even like a five-year-old, four-year-old phone, a five-year-old phone can still run iOS yep. 13. Same deal with with their tablets as well, yep. which which extends that that lifespan. And the last thing I'll say about this before before you jump in is, Telsite classed the Apple iPad with a smart keyboard as a two-in-one. Really? Now that's why they're saying that they see a growth in two-in-one uh, tablets okay. as a PC replacement. Because when you put the smart keyboard against the Pro or against the new iPad, you know, because they've got the smart connectors, uh-huh. it really does open up a, a new market. Uh, so the smart connector classes that as a convertible. Bingo, because right. it's not so, Bluetooth so pairing this, and all that rubbish. So the normal, well, even, well even the, even the, this is the that's, new entry-level right, iPad. $520. Wow. And you've got the smart connector, which means you can get a smart keyboard, which is an okay. extra cost, but it's immediately a laptop well, replacement, especially with iPad OS. Yeah, of course, of course. But they did point out, though, that... There was still 1.4 million tablets sold in the first half of the year, which is solid. Not bad. That's down 2% from yep. last year. Uh, and Apple, what, what did we say, 53.4%. Apple 53 up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Windows well, is up. And Android's the only one that's down. Yeah, Apple's up 5%. Windows down 3%. And how much is Android down? 28% down. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Do you reckon that's got a, a, a thing to do with how big smartphones are now? Like no. if you've got an Android, no. a lot of Android phones are six six I just, inches. I think it's entirely about the fact that a good, like my mum is still using the Samsung Galaxy Tab S two. I reckon. Yeah, that's Mate, forty it's five years old. Daily driver. Yeah. She doesn't use a computer anymore. She just uses that tablet. Yeah, well, for everything: banking, Facebook, photos. Tragically, just everything. And why would she need a new one? It works fine. But they so also mentioned. They also mentioned too that uh, the transition towards two-in-ones or computers. So, because don't forget, some computers uh, convertibles That's can right. be used as tablets as well. So, yep. if you're if if you're wanting to use it as a laptop, you can. But then you can fold the keyboard away and just use it as a touchscreen. Never seen someone do it. <laughs> Not in public, anyway. But that's another factor here, isn't it, to sort of to see why the tablet, the pure tablet market, let's yeah. call it pure tablet market, has driven the, the sales have dropped slightly. Uh, well, the other thing too is uh, the continued improvement of wireless connectivity too. So yeah. that's uh, expected to drive future tablet sales as well. And for that, another reason for people that, to upgrade. And they think five G will do the same. So the yeah. next two years, as five G rolls out into tablets, you've got a surface with four yep. G. And 5G becomes available, you'll take it. Absolutely. When it comes. And Wi-Fi 6 as well, so <coughs> yep. the latest tablets are having that, eSIMs as well. Yep. Uh, and according to the study here, there are around 10, 10 tablets and two-in-ones with eSIM support, including the iPad. You know, the yeah, iPad right. support, yeah. supports that. Uh, well, you know, i tell you what's annoying about the eSIM support on the Apple devices. Mm. If you go on your iPad and you go choose data plan, there's a bunch of crazy no-name telcos that you can choose there and yep. just get a plan. I mean, Telstra Optus and Vodafone have got eSIM support now. Why don't they just make it available through single touch? Why do I have to go somewhere uh-huh. and buy a little packet that says it's an eSIM and then enable it and scan a QR code? It's stupid. Can't you do that online? Scan the QR code if you buy it online, though? Uh, you can't? What I'm saying is you shouldn't uh-huh. need to do it. You should all be done through the tablet. Through the device, yeah. yeah. The course, whole process, choosing a telco, choosing a plan, everything. Yeah, of course. Of course. Anyway, oh, I think it's interesting research. Um, I don't know how many people listening have got tablets, but I'm tipping it's a lot. Um, let us know your thoughts. You can hit us up on Twitter at Trevor Long at Stephen Fennick and the hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech 
with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Are you a tile user? Do you yes. use tiles? Religiously. I, I, I do as well. Where do you have yours, though? We have, um, we have two sets of keys for the Commodore, one for the Mazda, one of the house keys on my office key, my wife's work keys, uh, and there's something else. I think my wife's got a, one of the Slims in her purse. Right, because uh, I've got the Slim in my wallet, uh, and I've also got a Tile Mate, and a Tile... I've got a Tile Mate, no, two Tile Mates, one in my backpack that yep. I carry around, and one in my luggage. So uh, if, ever, if ever I'm needing to track if my bag made the flight... Or he's, he's weird. Like, you know, sometimes you have some tight connections. So I can see when I arrive back in Sydney, for example, I can check to see, okay, well, the bag's here. The bag's got, got back with me. Or if I'm on a, on a tight connection, I can How make sure. How reliable is that? Because it's just Bluetooth. Yeah, well, the, the range is, is up to 60 metres on these now. Or up to 120 metres, actually. So the range is not bad. So because I was near it, if it's on the plane next to me, I'm within the range. So it... it Nine times out of ten, I can see exactly where it is. Plus, the reason I think it's interesting, we won't go to the Apple thing, but um, is because enough people have tile now. The tile community is big enough. Oh, all, yeah, it takes massive. Is a, all it takes is a baggage handler with a tile on his yeah. on his wife's car keys, the tile app on his phone, and your your bag will register as being at the airport just when yep. it comes off without you being there. Absolutely right. <laughs> so there's so many uses for this, and the, the new range uh, has also been released too. So yep. they've, they've got the new tile sticker. This is the size of a dollar coin. Yep. This is a remarkable because it's got it's got three M adhesive on the back, so you can it's called sticker because you can stick it to stuff. Yep, and it's got a three year battery life. Yeah, which is critical because the original tile, the tile mate doesn't have a interchangeable battery. The tile pro does. Yeah, so they went away from um, non interchangeable batteries, but they've gone back to it with a thing that has a three year battery. That's epic. Yeah, so this is huge, and and, <coughs> and huge is, as in it's a big development. Yeah, the thing itself is tiny. It's yep. like I said, it's about the size of a dollar coin. So you can stick it to things like a camera. Uh, you know, there's a picture of my, on my story of a, one's on a camera, one's on a skateboard. You can put it wherever you want. I think one of the tile guys had it on his charger, on his yeah. MacBook charger, yep. so he could always find it if he can't locate. That, you know he what? knows where I'm it is. I'm doing that. Yeah, that's you want genius. To know where the charger is. I yeah. always lose that bloody thing. But uh, the slim <coughs> is also been improved. It the looks like a credit better. card. Yeah. So the current slim louder. is like a square, yeah. and it was oh, two mil thick. Yeah. But this one is a bit slimmer and it's actually credit card size. Yeah, it fits perfectly in your wallet. Also, they suggest it might even fit in your luggage tag. So, again, for using with your luggage. Yeah, has it got a hole in it? Uh, no. So, it's you can't a, make it's just it a, a card. Tag no, yourself. no, no, it goes in. So, if you've got a tag, an existing tag, you slip it in behind your, behind your, your name. You know, oh, okay. you know, you've got a little card you write on. And you put it in the tag. Yeah. This can go in there as well. So, it gives you another option. I'd put the sticker on luggage. I'll just put the sticker yeah, on luggage. You could do that. Yeah, that's you could what do, that. do. The sticker. You could even use these on. Yeah, if you want to put one on your on your pet, wherever you want to track, yeah. you, you can do that. Uh, and they were saying that the as if people haven't used Tile before, there's an app. You pair it with the app, and then you can locate whatever you whatever you've got within range. If you've if you go out, if you've lost something, it'll tell you the last known location. But you can also, if you mark it as lost. Then this massive tile community will, if, if they if they see if they come near it, then yep. you'll be relayed that it's been and here. That, it is, and that's what I'm referring to with the yeah. luggage channel. That's, that's, that's I've huge, told yeah. the story before, but when my wife lost her keys at at work, she thought <clears throat> I went to the shops. Her, her work is near the near the Hornsby Shopping Centre. Walked out of the shops into the kind of open area, and immediately the app said it's nearby. Oh. There was some markets going on, some food store markets, and I went, okay, it's here somewhere. And I walked around. It tells you to get closer. I pressed the button to make it ring. Yeah. 
and I get closer and closer. I'm just trying to work out where it is. And I said to a lady behind the thing, I said, sorry, that ringing, have you got a set of keys? And she goes, oh, that's what's making that noise. <laughs> She'd left them there when she paid, and the yeah. woman had gone, I'll put these, and she left them aside. Yeah, right. Boom, found them. Yeah, well, so that that's the other great, great feature is that you can make them make a chime, a yeah. loud noise. The, 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 the slim is actually twice as loud as the old one. Mm. So, and 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 it works in, in reverse, reverse too. You can help find your phone. Yeah. So if your phone's lost, you can just grab your tile and give it a ring as well. Even if your phone's on silent, it'll still make a noise. Grab your tile, give it a ring. Sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> yeah. There's so, a picture of one on Tech Guide on Stephen's scooter. No, that's not my scooter. That oh, was, it's uh, definitely your scooter. I've seen you scooting with those I'm blue the, wheels. I'm not. I'm not a scooter, mate. But uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a picture with it attached to a handbag. There's you, you can stick a, a thing to a water bottle. You, whatever you can think of. What, what's the? I was just we, we had a chat with the tile people. They they come out for the launch and um, they were saying that what what's the? There was a pair of uh, a a pair of glasses that someone found, and they said it, that's not an unusual thing to find. But how it was found, they kept tracking it and it kept going up and down this same street and then they go oh, I left it on the bus because it was going up and down the street all the time so yeah, they actually found it again and they were saying that stuff marked as lost 90% of the time they get it back really 90% return rate on stuff I've got to say, marked as there's lost other, there's Orbit there's others there's others yeah. out there right? but the thing about the Tel- is the, the size of the community that's right well Telstra have released theirs as well and, you know, and that's the size, Australia, the size of going. the modem community there helps the Telstra yeah, locator. Yep. But the tile is a global community that which is hard to rival now, to it's be massive. honest. We should also mention, too, that tile technology... Is being built into stuff. Yeah, so the Sennheiser, Sennheiser headphones. headphones. And there's... What else is there? There's... Um, I think Bose have a product that, that is yep. that is tile-friendly. They've also I got think the there is name, a, camera a, a coming few out other brands. Yeah. So the technology is there. So if you've got the tile app and you've got an account... Then you can you can tap into that as well. So the latest Sennheiser, you're right, was like four hundred four ninety nine pair of noise cancelling headphones that are that were released at I think at IFA. Yep. And uh, they got tile compatibility as well. Uh, pricing for those they're available now, by the way, from JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, Office Works, and the and Kogan are selling them. The sticker forty nine ninety nine for a two pack, seventy nine ninety nine for a four pack. The tile slim, which is the credit card size one. Thirty nine ninety nine, the Tile Mate, thirty four ninety nine, Tile Pro, which is the replaceable battery, forty four ninety nine. Oh, yeah. So if you're uh, if you're a, a forgetful type or you just want to keep track of stuff, then the Tile is a, a massive product for you to purchase. Not massive in size, but no. massive to help you find your stuff. They have the two blokes rubber stamp. Absolutely, we charge for that. What do you think? Absolutely, we charge for the rubber let's stamp. Get, let's get in touch. With yep, them. let's yes. get in touch with everyone. Everyone we rubber stamp. Let's get some cash <laughs> uh, to help fund this great program that is two blokes talking tech. Two blokes proudly supported by our mates at Uniden. And look, it's it's that time of year where the weather's getting warmer. You might want to jump in the car and go for a long drive and. I think it's a it's pretty it's pretty good idea for for you to invest in a dash cam and the uh, Uniden have a terrific new one called the iGo Cam 85R. This is a 4K dash cam that also includes a rear full HD camera, so you're kind of getting a 360 degree coverage of what happens on the road. Now, the advantage of having a dash cam is that. It tells your side of the story. God forbid there's an incident and you need to make a claim or there might be a police report involved. Your side of the story is captured in 4K definition 
And what that helps with is being able to identify cars, makes, colours, number plates, people, uh, and locations. All, all the GPS location, everything is, is attached to any video that is captured. And it is smart enough to recognise any sudden motion and sensors that will place that video in a file for you then to easily upload to your phone using the onboard Wi-Fi. It does have a 160-degree field of view. Uh, and also has a large speedo display. So the, the screen that faces the driver, you can see exactly how fast you're travelling, and it will also give you speed and red light camera warnings so that you can avoid uh, getting fined in those areas as well. So it also has parking mode. So if you if your car's in a car park and something happens to it, someone backs into your car or something, uh, they do something to your car, you've got a full record and then then report that. So if they don't leave you a note, you've got the you've got them on video trying to escape the scene of the crime. If you want to check it out, uh, the iGo Cam 85R Uniden.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long. Stephen Fennec. Now, um, I got a couple of emails from people on the weekend, which when it comes from two people, you, you kind of get the sense that it's going to be real. Foxtel launching a loyalty program. Now, many people would argue, a bit too little too late, thanks very much. But <laughs> I think it's quite interesting. So let's we'll put aside the, the narcs for a minute and let's just think about this. So you've been a Foxtel customer for 20 years. You're immediately gold or platinum, whatever the highest tier is. You've been a Foxtel customer for two years. So they already. Oh, so they were about to do this. Yeah, right. This hasn't been announced. Okay. Yeah. So I'm. This is. All, I could be completely breaking wrong. news. I could be completely wrong here, but <laughs> trust me, I'm right. Okay. Um, there's emails to prove it, right? Um, what the way it's going to work is you you sign up to Foxtel first, which is the name of the program. I can't imagine they'll charge for it, which would be insane. Think of Telstra Plus. It's it's based on how much you spend. I think Foxtel first will be based on how much you've, how long you've been with them. I'd love it to be with uh, based on how much you watch as well, like how often your box is being used and the content you watch to earn points. But you know, things you're going to get is like concert tickets, movie tickets, money can't buy experiences. Okay. I can imagine sport in there. They're so big in sport. But there's also this talk of first, like maybe just maybe there's going to be first run content. So before a show airs on a Friday, maybe on Wednesday, Foxtel first loyalty members can get access to it on their Foxtel app or their Foxtel IQ box. Now, I don't know, Steve, a lot of people complain about Foxtel not thinking of their customers. This seems like a pretty good customer-centric move. Well, absolutely. We've seen this also from uh, the Telstra launch, a similar thing with their rewards program. So it is is, uh, a trend that we're seeing. They're trying to lock a customer in. I think that's the goal here. They want to keep you. If you've been a loyal customer, they want to keep you a loyal customer, and this is a way of doing it. Now, you mentioned the Foxtel first. So is that so? The, the, That's it's the, the money name can't of the buy program. experiences. So, but so, but what you haven't confirmed though is, uh, are you going to get first crack at a movie or something like that? Or that what or I, is that coming? I think there's two parts to it. One is first run content on Foxtel. So let's say something that's about to drop on Friday on the broadcast channels will be available to Foxtel first customers on demand. Through the app okay, or on okay. their box. Do you reckon? Do you reckon that'll go down well with customers who who might say, "Well, look, you know, I'm paying the same amount of money as him and her." Why shouldn't I have that first too? Like I'm paying the money. Why? Why should loyalty trump my monthly fee? I don't know. That and that, I, I could Is be that wrong something on that they part, could right? do? Maybe yeah, it's yeah. only going to be like Telstra. It's going to be a bunch of rewards, you know, movie yeah, tickets right. and stuff. But uh-huh. I don't think movie tickets is going to get everyone over the line. Maybe not. If there's two million customers, right? There's a bit more. 
Um, let's say 1.5 million that are just locked on, never changing, because they just they just think of Foxtel as the television. Yep. It's that half million people who are like, yeah, but buddy, Netflix is all right. I'm going to get rid of Foxtel. Yeah. I'll get Netflix and KO. I'll get Stan and KO, and I've uh-huh. got everything I need. But Foxtel what, included Netflix now. <laughs> what they, what they, yeah, but you still got to pay for it. Yeah. What they need is a, a reason. So when they ring up and say, I'm going to cancel, they need, they need a reason to say, oh, but if you stick with us, I see you've been with us for six years, I'll make yeah. you a gold member and you get access to... These yeah. movie discounts or these concert tickets or whatever they are. Fair call. I think, yeah, well, there is a lot of competition from Netflix, from all these other, like, you're going to see Apple TV Plus so shortly, Disney Plus. There's all these other options. Yeah. So I think what Foxtel are doing here is they want to protect their customer base. They, they, yeah. don't want to, they don't want to leak customers. They want to reduce churn. Yeah, they don't want people to uh, to churn out and go elsewhere. So now the other good thing on them though, for thinking about it, though. Yep, yeah, thinking of the customer. Spot on. Yeah. If and when it happens, good on them. But the other thing I, problem I have is this time last year, I had a satellite dish installed, yep. an IQ4 box delivered, ready for 4K. The first thing shown on Foxtel's 4K channel was Bathurst. Right, last year. That's yeah. right. It's a year, eh, now already. Yeah. Jeez. Bathurst in yes. 4K. And I First 4K sporting broadcast. Live broadcast in 4K. It was huge. It was a monumental yep. thing. Yep. This year, nothing. What? HD. That's outrageous. I think Why? so. And Why? I think people, I think this weekend, there will be outrage among the, really? the among the 4K customers. Now, Fox still haven't confirmed. Fox Sports haven't seen anything. But I can, I'm guessing that it's because the Rugby World Cup's on. Yes, and a lot of lot of four K cam. No, no, not bandwidth. Just cameras, equipment, of course, broadcast yeah. technology. But hang on, is there still only one four K channel? No, it's two now. It's one two for now. rugby and one. Oh, it's dedicated rugby. That's one. right. So why why don't they just the crickets on in a week? I just think yeah, we but that's don't, in a week, though, mate. I know, mate. But the turnaround on you know getting the big trucks rolled down and the cameras. Pa- I just don't think there's enough resources in the country oh. to sustain. So it's only four K sport when we can on. when we can manage it. Spot on. Really. That, that's yeah. a bit of a... Like, especially after Don't they made such a, a big deal. Absolutely. Well, they've gone backwards. That's it. Like, the, they offered it last year. Why the hell aren't they doing it this year? That's oh, disappointing. And, and you know, for the people that tuned in last year, and, and like me, signed I signed up to 4K for Bathurst. Absolutely, mate. And I can't watch it. Luckily, I'm going this year. And it's not like any old little race. It's a massive It's a massive event on the motor racing now, to calendar. to be clear, there's no way the, the entire... Coverage was 4K last year. There's in-car cameras. There's on. Yeah. There's, so, there's a lot of cameras that weren't 4K, and you could tell. But that doesn't matter. The bulk of it was 4K, and it looked great. But the majority of it was, though. Wasn't yeah, it? and I, I think it's just. And, and I can remember. Actually, I remember writing that story that it was the going to be the first 4K sports broadcast in Australia, just in time for the. It, it was was it because um, it had only it launched after, a few week at a week or two earlier. Yeah, and this was the big lead up to it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So have they officially said it's not on? Have you, you've con- looked at the I've, 4K schedule, I've it's not there. I've confirmed with Fox Sports that it will not be in 4K. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. So what's going to be on on the 4K channel then at the same Probably time? Probably some annoying music concert or something. <laughs> that's a shame. That, you know, it reminds me of years ago when watch, watching the footy in SD, oh, yeah. it wasn't HD. They had a HD channel. And I'd flick, yeah. flick onto the HD channel during the football and it was some <coughs> movie from the 1940s that's, in black and white. A couple of comments today... To that I got were, oh, is this like 3D? It's dead. No. No way. Right? 4K so, is the so future. We had yeah. 3D. We had some broadcasts. It didn't happen. Yeah. 3D TVs are a bit of a... This remember, is very remember different. Remember the 3D right? state of origin in yes. 2010? May so, 2010? Very <laughs> different, right? Because 4K is prolific now in terms of the receivers. It's just a matter of... TVs. It's very... TVs. Exp- well, that's what I mean. It's very expensive to buy 4K cameras. Yep. And when you want to put them all the way around the mountain, if you can't get 40 of them, 
because 20 of them are in, in Japan, 20 cameras are in Japan, or 10 of them are boxed up ready yeah, for the cricket would in Perth, who knows? But would Foxtel <laughs> have shipped their own 4K cameras to Japan? They would have taken no, the 4K broadcast. remember, 4K don't, Foxtel don't own anything. Yeah, but, I know. Well, but the, the people that do own the cameras, right, the people organising the Rugby World Cup, there's how many venues are there for the World Cup? There's probably yeah, 10, right? Yeah. They would have had to go, right, get as many cameras as you can here. And they would have hired 10 from Australia. Yeah. 20 from America, 50 from wherever the hell the Rugby World Cup is. You know, like they just would have got them from everywhere. But with with, with such with such an emphasis on, I am 4K, making excuses for for, for yeah, for Fox you TV. are, you are. But with such an emphasis on 4K, you'd think that they would have had they would have had had the foresight to say, well, you know, that's a pretty key event that has to be. We did it last year. We can't go backwards now. We've got to keep keep up the standard. I think that's exactly what it shows a lack of foresight. Six months yeah. ago, when they looked at what the calendar, they should. At the very least, they should have started a process of letting us know that it wasn't going to mean 4K. Yeah. Or let the cricket people know that the first week's not going to mean 4K. Something. Because there was a, there was talk the other day, I don't know whether you wrote this or read it on the online, that there's talk of having, they're going to have a dedicated 4K movie channel. Oh, right. Yeah, that's that coming. Sense. Yep. And, well, yeah, that, that, there's no equipment involved. They're just going to have 4K movies, right? Yeah. But surely there's people who've signed up to the IQ4, you and me included, who have an expectation of a certain amount of 4K content. And when they start delivering in 4K, then and then suddenly change their decide to go backwards. Yeah. That that's a bit of a black eye for them. It'd be like them not broadcasting like I've watched some 4K league games. Well, see, I watch every Formula 1 race in 4K. There you go. If they if next year it wasn't in 4K, that is the end of Foxtel well, for me. What are right? they doing? Yeah, what are, what are they doing? See, if this was if last year's Bathurst wasn't in 4K, it'd yeah. just be another disappointing event not in 4K. Yeah. But this week, but this year, yeah, wow. It, we're going. It was last year. Why isn't yeah, it now? Jeez, it makes no sense. Could it actually? The more I talk about it, the more I bloody outraged is, I am. Is it too late for them to? Do yes, it? it's too late. Way they too late. Everything there it's already started. Eh? It's on now. There's yeah, cars right. running around the track in practice. And, so the, and, and yeah, wow. Well, that's uh, that's anyway. That's vent a your outrage. That's a letdown for Foxtel. Foxtel letdown. Details are at eftm.com. But uh, yeah, vent your outrage. We're happy to hear it. This is two blokes talking tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. God, I hope you know what that says. That says Catalina. Have you ever been to Catalina? Do California? You not, no, definitely not that song. <laughs> That's not it, no. But Catalina is also the name of the new Mac OS operating system. It is available now, so anyone who's using an iMac, a MacBook, MacBook Pro, you can update to the latest OS. And this, we saw this back at the Worldwide Developers Conference. Now, probably uh, it's funny to say it like this, but the biggest highlight is what you're not getting. <laughs> One of the biggest highlights is what you're not getting yeah, yeah. is uh, iTunes. That's, iTunes the big, that's the headline. It was the headline is, for uh, Dub wasn't it? Is out, but what you get in its place are three apps. So you've got the music app for your music, funny enough, <laughs> Apple TV for your, your movies and TV shows, and also Apple Podcasts. So iTunes has basically been split into its three basic components, its main well, its components. Well, and, you've been uh, using it now for a few months in beta and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's been good. Well, well, yeah, it's, how does it affect life? Uh, not at all. It, it's, it's, it's actually made it easy to find your stuff. So you go into iTunes, and I know there's all tabs across the top of it for movies, but podcasts, whatever. that drop-down for podcasts is... And, yeah, and yeah, it's that's, all, that's all gone. So now I think it's... But it's Apple being smart because they know that Apple Music is a service... That you can now you know where to go. Apple TV Plus is also going to be a service, and you know exactly where to go. Yeah. So no, for there's no bottleneck anymore. Yeah, there's these clear channels that that Apple have monetized. So 
I think it's just made it a bit simpler for the yep. customer. Yeah. Uh, but the other the other new features, I'll mention a couple. One is, and it was, there's also two, Apple Arcade is also part of it as well right. for your gaming. But uh, a couple of features I'll mention too is one is Sidecar. Now, this is really cool. Oh, I, I, iPad. I've got my iMac uh, set up with two other monitors so I can just extend my desktop. Yep. Now, if I were to, if I wanted to connect, um, say I've got my MacBook and I, I've got my iPad, I can use the iPad as a second screen. So yeah. I, I can link it wirelessly to the, to How the well computer. How well it work? Great. Instantly works. Wirelessly, too. You don't have to connect anything. Wirelessly connects. Your mouse connects. goes across there seamlessly. It goes across. No, no. The, the iPad is touch only. So you can... It's it's not like you can you can extend to the desktop, okay, and then you can use the iPad. Then is a the mouse doesn't go across, but you can use your the touch the touch screen. So what do you do? You put an app over there? Or? No, well you can you can replicate you can replicate so you can mirror your screen. Why do I want to do that? Just say say I'm showing you something on my computer. Okay. I want you to see exactly what I'm seeing. You okay. can do that. You might be doing a presentation. I said yep. hold this. I'll show you something. Okay. Or you want just a bit of space. You might want to have um a, a file sitting over there or or, or a photo or something. So it just gives you that 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 option of moving across, having space to work. But the the other thing you can do too is is you can use your Apple Pencil as your mouse as well. So you can annotate. You can have the same file on sitting on your Mac, and you can be marking it up on the iPad, and it still saves back to the Mac. Huh? So it's the, the, that's a handy little feature too. The other two is voice control. Voice control was something that they they demoed at WWDC. It was. Yeah. Where if you've got uh, you can't use the traditional input devices like a keyboard or a mouse, or you've got motor motor limitations, so you might you know disabled users yep. who can't use um, the the computer in the traditional way. Every sl- swipe, click, tap, everything you do with a mouse or with a touch can now be controlled with your voice. And remarkable detail that they've gone into to enable complete control. Not only of uh, of of Catalina, which is uh, of of your Mac now, but it also will work oh, with iPad OS and your phone. Yeah, so that it goes across seamlessly. Seen a couple of demos. Other it devices, is quite remarkable. Very nice. And there are there are some other minor improvements too on uh, on Catalina. There's improvements to Notes, sort of more visual representation now. Mail. The feature I like about Mail is that it recognises if you receive an email from a commercial mailing list. So you can actually this little link appears above the header. And you can click on it to unsubscribe to the list straight away. Let's not encourage that, Stephen. Well, but you know, tech guide uh, commer- commer- Yeah, but no one's going to unsubscribe from our ones. But you know what I mean. If there's an annoying mailing list that the people on where these come from, they can they can exit that. Even if uh, you just unsubscribe from people. Well, hang on. There's a few annoying. Hold people. hold the phone. There's a few annoying. There people. is a great feature you can mute. Email threads. If you're oh, in right. part of a group email that you're getting all these people replying, you can mute it now. And uh, that that's another welcome addition. Uh, there's another improvement too with well, find my. So now that yeah. you've got find my phone and find my iPad was something we knew. Now you can use find my with your laptop, and what it does now it uses Bluetooth from all the Macs and iOS devices in the world. It's kind of like Tile. Yeah. to be able to locate a missing device. I so still think that rumour about Apple bringing out a locator is gold. You think so? Yeah. Well, we, we, we they thought would inst- that was a rumour. They rumored would instantly have the same oh, uh, yeah. find credibility as Tile has. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Instantly. Yeah, but, uh, but here's the thing. But would Just they buy need- Tile. 
No, but it's by but, tile. No, but would they need it? Would you need like the device is the tile? No, no, but you I'm know what I mean. About like for keys and for like yeah, okay. So okay. many, so many people deep in this Apple ecosystem. Yeah, right. Okay. If yeah. they without having to download another app, yeah. it just works. That's the thing about Apple. It okay. just works. Well, there was heavy rumours that it was going to be part of the uh, the September event, yeah. but we never saw that materialise. No. Um, so, yeah, there's that. And also uh, Screen Time is now a part of Catalina as well. And Catalina is a free download, by the way. All their updates are free. You know, yeah. I remember back in the day you used to have like to pay. You used to pay 20 $30. Bucks. Yeah, for, they had to, to get like Snow Leopard, it was Snow like $30. Leopard. Bucks. <laughs> 30 yeah. bucks. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, okay. got to upgrade. But now it's all free. Yeah. Free. Making money out of all the way. Yep. All the details of Catalina and uh, good and uh, good stuff you'll find in it. Stephen's full uh, details at techguide.com.au. All right, Stephen, hit us up. Couple of quick with reviews. A couple of quick reviews. Well, the Alcatel tablet and speaker combo is a cracker. The three T ten audio station. Now, this is Alcatel's always been a brand that offers pretty good value for money. And uh, this is a, tra- a tremendous example of that. The audio station is made up of two products, a tablet and a Bluetooth speaker. Yep. Uh, and both of those, you get a 10-inch tablet and a Bluetooth speaker, $324. Mm. Like that, that's remarkable yeah, you value. You might pay 150 for a speaker of that size and, and, and Probably you know, sound. More. Probably uh, more. And you certainly pay more than that for that tablet. So you're getting a 10-inch tablet that then connects. There's a little there's a little stand that unfolds on the... Uh, a, l- a little dock, I should say, that unfolds on the and top of the speaker. And a kickstand at the back that stops it rolling Kicks, over. Kickstand at the back. So you can connect the tablet to the speaker. So then if you want to direct all the audio through the speaker, when you're watching a movie, it actually sounds pretty bloody good. And, of course, they can both be used separately. So the Bluetooth speaker, you might take that down the beach, yep. wherever you want. And the tablet, same deal. You can use it by itself. So a terrific combination. The tablet's running uh, Android 9.0, 10-inch. It's uh, 800 by 1200 resolution, which is in the HD range there. Uh, and has, the speaker also has, it sounds pretty good. It's got two 5-watt drivers under the hood there. Uh, so impressive audio quality. The tablet also can take an expandable micro SD card. And also a fit of 4G SIM card in it too. If Being you want sold to through Telstra. Take it mobile. Yes, that's why it's all through through uh, Telstra. So yeah, pretty good value there. The 3T10 audio station, 342 bucks from Telstra. Check it out, techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Some lovely headphones. Uh, continuing the many and deep range of uh, fully wireless uh, headphones, earbuds. From Plantronics, yeah. The Backbeat Pro 5100s. These are really nice. These are among the smallest wire-free earphones I've seen. Okay. They've also got a really smart thing where they've the, the back of the earbud has this sort of rubbery, grippy material. So when you put them in your ear, they stay there thanks to that material. Rather than have them having to be big and be jammed right in your ear, the little extra grippy rubber material on the back of them uh, helps keep them in place. Very smart. They're, they're really small. The Backbeat Pro 5100s, they're called, 299 bucks. Uh, they have uh, six and a half hours battery and an extra 13 hours of charge in the case, which is tiny. It's almost slightly bigger than the uh, the Air, uh, AirPods, AirPods um, case-wise. Well, they're not as massive as some of the others we've seen. And Plantronics, too, were also one of the first companies to recognise the use of wireless earphones, earphones in the gym. Remember the Backbeat Pro, yeah. f- the Backbeat Fits? One of the head. first ones, and it was made of that, that, that sort of plasticky Rubbery, material. Yeah. 
water resistant, sweat resistant. They've got two, the 3200, Backbeat Fit 3200, 249, and also the Backbeat Fit 3150. Now, they might look the same. There's just slight, slight difference in the buds, in the ear tips. Some have, some have a more open uh, tip so that you can hear around you a little bit more. The other one that has a more enclosed tip, though, has an awareness mode so that you can hear what's going on around you. And lastly, they've got a pair of, of, of headphones that are designed for the gym as well. Not many, A lot of people prefer the headphones, but not many headphone brands make a headphone for the gym. Plantronics have done that. They've got this really sturdy uh, headband that's water-resistant, sweat-proof. It's got this open design too, so there's like wire frames holding the ear cups to the straps. So it just creates a bit of better ear airflow through the ear um, the earbuds, the ear cups as well. Uh, and there's even a little strap so you can tighten up the, the tension on the band so they're not going to slip off if you're doing any kind of yeah. strenuous exercise. So they're, they're also, that's the Backbeat Fit 6100. 299 bucks. Check it out, techguide.com.au. Well, that's a wrap. 408 in the can, Stephen. I think we'll do it again next week. There's no doubt about that. I can I will confirm fit today. You into my schedule. I can confirm today I'm committed to 409. Okay, <laughs> good to or hear. Or 10, that mate. Good to hear. So it's we'll probably have to wait. A, it'll be an away game for me by the sounds of it. You are in the Tech Guide studio oh, here today. Oh, we'll, 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 after this, we'll All check good. the diaries. We'll see what happens. Sure, Before mate. 10, though, I'm going to have to wait for the contracts to come through. I haven't fully negotiated <laughs> uh, past 4.09. Okay. Have you geez. done your contract negotiations past four oh nine yet? No, no, I'm talking to my people. My okay. people are talking to your people. Is that uh, right? Or? I assume that's how it works. It's yeah. just the two of us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Netgear. Thanks to Uniden. We'll be back next week on Two Blokes Talking Tech.